Welcome, everyone. We're here this morning. We do this podcast on Tuesday mornings, and I'm with Jeff McGuire and Kevin Pike, and I'm excited because they're going to talk about some things that are happening in our church. This last weekend, if you weren't here, we had Marathi and Kanji, our church partners from Kenya in Nairobi, and it was great. He talked about a life that changes the world from a great passage in Exodus chapter 4 where he talked about Moses's uh, the, the staff that he used in his life and how God used that to define him. Because Moses went into the wilderness, he was a shepherd for 40 years, and this staff represented his identity. He was a shepherd and it also represented his income. This is the way he got a livelihood was with this, and then also it captured the sense of his influence. It, you know, it was who he was as, as a person. And God asked him to throw it down, and it became a living thing. And then, he, and then God said, pick it up, and it became a dead thing. And Marathi did this great job talking about God gives to us things in our lives, and when we put them down, they be, when we give them to God, they become living and powerful. So when we give our identity to God, our income to God, the sense of influence that we have in life to God, He makes it a living thing, and it's powerful, and it's the way we change the world. But when we pick it up and take it a hold of it again, and we want it our way, it just becomes a dead thing. And then He challenged us. How does that work in our life? So it was a great weekend. Lots of people heard God's voice. It was wonderful. And this next weekend, we're going to continue on that and talk about the things that we do as a church in, in a number of our global partnerships in, in Egypt, in China, in Mexico, uh, all around the world. So it's going to be a great time. And of course, Lori's going to speak, which is one of the most fascinating <laughs> things to watch. A person just encourage, shaking their way through a message. So it's, it's wonderful. But We've got a couple other things starting this weekend. Uh, we've got a church in Huntington Beach. So Kevin is uh, the pastor that's going to be there leading that deal. Tell us what happened this last weekend and then your excitement for Huntington Beach. Well, this is really awesome. We, uh, we're going to meet at Golden West College in the theater there. And we went up there this last Sunday just to sort of try out the theater, get our tech people in there. We had a band in there. We were trying out the sounds. But we also invited our church to come out and just spend time praying on the campus. And that was awesome. We had more people show up than we ever have come down I heard down you had here. like 150 people. We did. Which is powerful for yeah. a church plant. These are the people who are going to start and carry this church. Oh, yeah. Yeah, into and Huntington Beach. One of the guys I walked past as we were all walking around praying, he just said, this is the best. This is mm -hmm. the best. He was so totally excited about this. And these people have been waiting. They've been, you know, we've been meeting on the Irvine campus and we've known this is not our home. They are so thrilled to get out and to be able to invite people to come. So what are the three things that you're looking forward to? As the you move now things. into Huntington Beach. Well, I'll tell you one very cool thing is that on the Golden West College is a huge swap meet every weekend. Mm. There, And we were there. There are thousands of people walking around. And they all, or a lot of them, have to walk right past where we are. So not only do we just go into Huntington Beach and hope that we can reach people, God has literally put people right in our face that we can invite and so that's one thing that is super, super cool. And it's a, a cool. real visual. Every time you come to church, Absolutely. you're seeing the people of the community kind of gathering in a place. And you're saying, these are the people we want to reach with the message of the gospel. And, yeah, and not only that, but the people that are coming to the swap meet. I mean, I could really see people say, you know, we should just go to church. It's right here. It'd take one hour. We go to church and then we can go to the swap meet. So I think that that's a very cool thing. I, one of the other things I love, too, is our people have been so anxious really to bring the church back to where they live, where their kids go to school. 
And so they're, they're just thrilled to be able to invite people and to participate. The other thing is, you know, we have about 100 people in our core, maybe a, a little bit more than that. For us to pull off the supportable church, we need like total participation and we're getting it. We have all these people signing up for the children's ministry, for the setup and takedown teams, all of these things. So the people are super, super engaged. And, you know, I'll tell you the biggest thing maybe for me, and part of it came out of just this weekend listening to Marathi talk, is he talked about the staff that God's given us. Each of us have our things. And he gave a bunch of examples from his church of people that have had a staff and have thrown it down, and it's become something that God's used in a very powerful way. And he challenged us in Orange County. He said, that, you know, the staffs that you guys have in your hands are, you know, are incredible resources. And this is, you know, a move along with Mission Viejo and what we do on the Irvine campus. It's to move into a whole other part of Orange County and not only to help people find Jesus, but once they do, to use the staffs that God's given them literally to change the world. And I just think that we're part of that. We're part of that story, so I'm thrilled with it. We are excited because it does energize and involve people in their community to reach their neighbors. So it's my church in my neighborhood to reach my friends. And those people then get to say, you know what, this isn't just trying to invite somebody to a church 20, 25 minutes away, but this is in my neighborhood. And they also get to be part of something from the very beginning. Right. There is this sense yeah. of we're doing it and making it happen. Absolutely. You know, like the elephant or the, what it, the ant said to the elephant after they crossed the bridge. We sure made that bridge shake, right? <laughs> that's right. And so they do it. So that's what we're looking for. We want to shake the bridge in Huntington Beach. And then the next thing is uh, Jeff McGuire's here, and we're very excited. Jeff McGuire is making a transition, and he has a heart to reach the 20s, early 30s, uh, for Jesus in a special way. And he's designed this experience on Sunday nights, and he and Tim are going to do it. And you're going to start it at what time? Yeah, 7.30, this Sunday night in the chapel. And um, we're, we, we could not be more excited. You know, as you were talking, Kevin, about how the Huntington Beach people have been on the Irvine campus and known that it's not their home. I think we have kind of the opposite thing, which is to sort of um, give sort of the, the post-high school age of people the sense that this is their home. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think as we look at um, that stage of life, one of the things we ask ourselves is, you know, if you were to ask a college-age college person, so anywhere from 18 to, you know, 28, 30, whatever, if you were to ask someone in that age of life if they would, um, uh, about their sort of sense of needing maybe... Um, even an older person in their life to be able to speak to them who isn't their parent, to care for them in such a way that um, they'd be listened to and encouraged. I mean, one of our goals is not just to provide a service so that um, that age group can be sort of isolated out there on another island. It's actually the longer picture of this whole thing is to help people connect back into the life of the church. And we really want to see some of our the rest of our church in a, in a sort of a strange and you know um, unique way. We actually want to see them adopt people who are out of their own homes, but still in need of some guidance from people who aren't their parents. And that's a good clarification, because there will be people that'll choose a Sunday night service right. that are not just in that group, right. and they connect because it's a better time for them, or they like some of the things that you do. Well, One of the things okay. you were taught, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, a lot of those people are empty nesters. These are people right. who have seen their own kids go on to college, and you know they're not, they're not, they're not sort of hemmed in. So I could skin. come. You could come. Yeah, I could be, be there, because that's right. Yeah. All right, good. I like that. <laughs> um, and you were talking about some of the things that, you know, like if I showed up, what are some of the things that you dream for them, and how will this uh, worship experience yeah. and service be unique? Well, I would say the way we kind of talk about it, and the way that you know, I sort of frame it, is that we want the whole chapel experience to be a refuge, but not insulation. In other mm -hmm. words, that people would come, 
the world is chaotic, it's difficult and challenging, and that there is a, there's a great deal of margin and space. The chapel, if you've never been in there, is one of the most unique places, you know, ever. I mean, particularly in this campus. But it, it, it really has this sense of quiet and refuge. And um, that's part of what we want to do. But our intent with, with people in that space is not to keep them as refugees. It's actually to send them out. Um, and one of the ways that we'll sort of illustrate that is we'll give people the opportunity to be vulnerable, to be prayed with, to um, pray with others, to take communion, to write confessions um, in some of the, using some of the stations that are in the chapel. Um, but then ultimately to be able to go, um, there's a little bit of wind in their sails. They met with Jesus and met with other people and felt like they weren't alone. And then being able to be sent back out into their community. I mean, we talk about... Um, people who live in their community wanting to make their church, you know, in their own community. And, you know, we're right next to UCI. We have huge, huge enthusiasm for UCI moving towards that and want to see those students um, who are in a really unique time. And really, college students are in a unique time in the history of college students in America. I mean, really, the, the sort of they're, they're, the, the sort of go to college and then go get a job right afterwards, that sort of life isn't a reality right now. There, you know, you're, right. you're not going to go on to your career. You're either going to get more education or you're going to go continue to be a, a server at a restaurant or whatever it is that you're going to do because the way the world is. So there's a real need for this sort of um, kind of community and, and reconnecting for sure. I love the idea that you're sending people out. And what I want to ask you is what, what are a couple of their needs? I read an article about this guy at West Point, you know, mm-hmm. one of the generals there, and he, he said an interesting thing. He said, this generation is the most inspiring generation I've seen since the 1940s. Very excited about them. You know, not to diminish what the other generations have been, but these people, much more cause-driven, with a greater sense of responsibility. Uh, Do you see that? And then, because of that, then, what is it that you hope to accomplish for these people that are looking for something so much more powerful in their life? Well, I I have huge enthusiasm, because I think... There is, um, there's, a, there's a couple things. One, on the, on the most secular level, these are all, all of this sort of longing for something that's great or good or whatever causes like that are actually longing for something bigger than themselves, mm-hmm. which that's, that's, a, that's an easy pathway to begin to point towards. Do you ever think there might be something even beyond that mm-hmm. um, when we talk about Jesus? Um, I think, you know, one of the things that's also encouraging is the, the sort of scope of evangelism has changed because of the sort of cause, the sort of good movement, the sort of... Um, you know, people. What, what, what opens, Scope of evangelism. Well, what, do you mean by what that? I mean by that is that when people talk about when when people talk about bringing their friends to church or bringing their friends to church activities, yeah. For this particular age group and generation, probably the easiest way to get someone to come with you to do something that involves church people is to be connected to a cause. In other words, mm-hmm. hey, come with us. We're going to go serve the poor. Come yeah. with us. We're going to go tutor kids. Come with us. We're going to go. You know, do a laundry. Whatever it is, all of those things are things that people are like. That sounds like something I could be connected in. And actually, that ends up being the open door much more than the sort of come to a come service. to a service, come to barbecue. And so, it's, it, cool. the community has to be outward focused, or else it will it will just sort of it will become irrelevant. I mean, it can't right. just be a sort of church focused kind of thing. It's really an, uh, an outward focused kind of deal. Good. So there's a sense that you connect people with this sense of. There's a greater cause. There'll obviously then be lots of service yeah. opportunities. Yep. And then, you know, how does it work from there? What are, you, what are you doing? As people get together, then how do they get to the service on Sunday night? How do they get to the service? How yeah. do they get there from the service opportunity? Well, I think yeah. there's, a, there's a number, there's a, there's a ton of different ways. Some people will come just because they actually feel like they, they need a refuge in and of itself. That actually right. will be one way that they make their way into that community. Some people will be brought by their friends. Other people will find out that this is a group of people who are doing these things. Some of the things will come out of probably rooted groups, things like that, and life groups where there's like, this is what you guys do. Yeah, how did you guys, how did you guys end up doing it? Well, we, you know, we started out as this group in the, in the chapel on Sunday nights, and we really wanted to see. So there's all of that kind of stuff that comes into it, and, you know, we're looking forward to it. I love that. So we're starting two exciting things, and we're doing all sorts of 
opportunities for people. So first, if you know anybody that's in the 20s age, then we would uh, love for you to invite them Sunday nights at 7.30 in the chapel. That's right. right. Love it. Anybody that's up in the uh, Golden West area or in Huntington Beach, Westminster. Huntington Beach, Valley. We want you just to invite them. You can go to our website and uh, see all that. And then this week, we're focusing on what God's doing in the world. And so we've got some global nights. On Wednesday night, we've got Pastor Linda from Kenya. And she's here at 7 o'clock in uh, what is just off our main auditorium. We'd love for you to come to hear her. She prayed this weekend. She has such a beautiful ministry of prayer and a heart for prayer. And she's she's the... uh, she teaches at the church in Kenya, and she's the, actually the pastor that the people in Kenya at the church of Mavuno like the best, even more than Marathi. <laughs> so you'll get to hear from her. And then Thursday night, Kanji is doing a, a free concert at 7.30 up in the upper room, and we'd love for you to hear him because he's going to talk about the ministry that God's given him. He's got this wonderful philosophy of ministry to artists, and it's a beautiful thing that that he does. And then, of course, this weekend, we're going to talk about opportunities that you have to make a difference in the world. It's easy to pull away from that and to think, well, what could God do through me? But the truth is, God will and wants to change the world through you, and together, we can make a difference in the world. Lots of opportunities, lots of good things going on in our church, and so we want to invite you to all those things. So, thanks for tuning into the podcast. We'll be here again next week.